Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heads Up, the official weekly podcast of the National Headache Foundation. I'm Dr. Lindsay Weitzel, migraine strategist, a chronic daily migraine survivor, and founder of the Facebook group Migraine Nation. I'm here every week with Dr. Vincent Martin, MD. He is the director of the Headache and Facial Pain Center at the University of Cincinnati, and he also happens to be the president of the National Headache Foundation. Hello, Dr. Martin. How are you today? Doing great. Now, this is a second part of our Headaches and Springtime series. Last week, we talked about headaches and springtime as they relate to allergies. This week, we want to talk about headaches and weather. A lot of us just don't feel well in the springtime, and there's a few reasons for that. So today, we're going to focus on weather and weather changes and how that can affect how we feel. Now, we're really lucky today because Dr. Martin has actually published data uh, on this topic and how the weather can make us feel worse. So we're going to start out with the fact that barometric pressure can be one of the reasons the weather makes us feel worse. So let's talk about what barometric pressure is. Well, barometric pressure is just simply what it implies. is It's the pressure at sea level that um, a patient or a person might experience um, with, with these different weather changes. And there are different both high and low pressure systems that will come close to different areas. In fact, if you watch those weather maps that the weatherman has, you'll see a big L, that's a low pressure system, or a big H, and that's a high pressure system. And you'll see these different pressure systems. And they're almost like a Star Trek's, a Star, Star Wars Death Star. You know, like <laughs> huge, they're massive. Like a high pressure system could encompass like half or two thirds of the entire United States. So uh, when, these, when these pressure systems approach an area, you can see changes in barometric pressure. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of people with migraine and headache that I hear say they can predict the weather. So is this our imagination or do these changes in barometric pressure, are they actually related to headache? Uh, there's no doubt that some people, not all, uh, can predict weather patterns coming in. In fact, um, what we found was that when the barometric pressure was both low and falling, which is an approaching low pressure system, that that was a very provocative uh, day. In fact, most peop- more, more people were responsive to that pattern than the opposite pattern, which was high and rising. But there were some people that were responsive to high and rising. And what's interesting is, for the most part, if a person were to respond to a low and falling, they don't respond to high and rising. So there are different patterns of barometric pressure. And oftentimes, the barometric pressure falls right before the weather system is overhead. And some patients can say that a 6, 12, or even 24 hours prior to the weather system or the storm being overhead, that they can predict that that weather pattern was coming. Okay. So am I right in saying that it's more the change in barometric pressure than the barometric pressure itself that affects our headache patterns? I think the change is the most important in most people, but it really is a combination of both low and falling and high and rising in many people. Although there may be, there may even be variations on that theme as well. Okay. Have you found that it's when the storm is coming that people feel worse or when it's leaving? Well, if you're responsive to a low pressure system, oftentimes you'll get warning before the storm front is overhead. So a low pressure system portends a thunderstorm or, or, or rain. Mm-hmm. So usually you can you usually get the headache on the way in. So before it approaches and maybe when it's overhead, but when it finally moves out, 
then you feel like a lifting. In fact, I get um, pressure-related headaches. And when that storm leaves and the bright sunlight comes out again, then I feel feel much better. So it, okay. it's it's an interesting process. Huh. Okay. Well, are are there other weather-related factors that can that can trigger headache other than just the barometric pressure? Well, as part of that low pressure system, not only do you get low um, and falling barometric pressures, but you can get things like precipitation and lightning. And several studies have shown that precipitation can, can trigger headaches in some patients as well. But we actually published an article that was quite popular on lightning, mm-hmm. where we were actually able to uh, quantitate how many lightning strikes occurred within 25 miles of a person's home residence. And what we found was that if, if that occurred, that there was about a 28 to 30% increased risk of new onset headache um, on those days, mm-hmm. and about a 25 to 27% increase of, of what we call new onset migraine. That meant there was no migraine the day before, and there was a migraine of the day of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we further looked at the, the, um, how negative, negatively charged the lightning was, and we mm-hmm. found that if it was more negatively charged, that even conferred an even greater risk of, of um, migraine attacks and, uh, and so forth. So lightning is a big trigger. Bright sunlight has been shown to trigger headaches, and I can speak from personal experience on that. There have been times where I'll look, um, like, I, like when I was a child, I'd be like driving, and, I, and the, the uh, sunlight would hit the mirror and the car in front, right. and it would glare right into my face basically, and I'd get an immediate, immediate aura, visual aura, where I got the flashing lights and zigzaggy lines. So we know that um, bright sunlight can be a trigger. Um, mm-hmm. as well. So th- I think there are a number of weather factors that could be very important, including pressure, lightning, precipitation, and then bright sunlight. Right. I used to be one of those people that felt worse when a storm left, and I feel like I've suddenly become one of those people that can predict a storm. So I've experienced both sides of that, I think. <laughs> Um, so what are it to me, it's weird. I don't understand how weather can give us a migraine, how our brains sense this. So what is, what is a medical reason that these things can give us migraines and headaches? Well, I'll give you a first, a non-medical reason. Okay. It's possible that if, if, if a bad weather pattern was going to come in for, you know, people like, you know, maybe 2000 years ago. And if that kept them away from that bad weather pattern, they might be more likely to survive. So there may be, and you can actually see it in animals. A lot of times animals can tell when, when there's thunderstorms or, or things like tsunamis and, and so forth. So I think that the migraine brain is this hypersensitive nervous system and weather is just one of these things that can pick up and it might've actually had a survival benefit. But in terms of like, like medically, what could be happening, if you just want to take barometric pressure, for example, Mm-hmm. Barometric pressure could trigger headaches in a number of ways. One is it could affect the pressures within your sinuses. Okay. And we know that the trigeminal nerve, which is important in migraine, could be, um, could be activated. Uh, another thing that could happen is it could change hormones in your body mm-hmm. to elevate blood pressure or uh, cause other factors that, that trigger migraine. And then a third way could be that the nerve, the trigeminal nerves that are in the eye might be compressed by, say, barometric pressure changes and cause, and cause headaches as well. So there are a number of different ways. And then other things like um, precipitation, it, that could theoretically alter air pollutants in the, uh, in the environment or it could modulate allergens like tree pollens or grass pollens. 
and so forth that could trigger migraine um, as well. So, and then the lightning is probably the most interesting is because people always ask, well, how can lightning, you know, trigger a headache? And one mechanism there is that you don't realize that when lightning strikes, it emits an electromagnetic wave called a spheric. And the spherics can travel for literally hundreds of kilometers or, you know, even hundreds of miles. And uh, they can penetrate the skull and they could directly activate nerve cells within the brain to trigger migraine. So, I mean, you don't really think about it, but but there could be many things kind of going on with weather. Bright sunlight could directly activate the occipital cortex and that could direct, that's part of the, the visual cortex in the brain and that could trigger migraine. So there, there probably are multiple ways that, that it triggers migraine. Not, to me, it's all very fascinating. Well, I've never been afraid of lightning before and I feel like I'm suddenly afraid of lightning. So great. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you one more question that I find very interesting. I hear people all the time they ask me if they move to a different climate that's more stable, where the weather's stable, et cetera, if I think they'll feel better. So have you ever met anyone that moved to a different climate and, and their migraines got better? Uh, yes, I have. Okay. Um, there are some areas like where barometric pressure is more stable. Okay. And a couple of the more stable places would be places like uh, Arizona. Uh-huh. And also San Diego, and I've had a I've had a couple of uh, people who are having like maybe fifteen or eighteen uh, migraine days a month here in here in Ohio, mm-hmm. and one of them decided to move out to Arizona, okay. and uh, and she before she moved out there, I would I, and I and she she basically lived out there for like a month or two before she went out there. Now that's what I would advise people to do. I would rather than just pick up because you may get out there and find out that your headaches are no better than they were before. But in her <laughs> worse, yeah. There, twice for like a month felt better she moved out there and I got two letters from her and she said that she was dramatically improved her quality of life was so much better living in in, uh, in Arizona than in Ohio well so, that's great and I've had yeah. other people that have moved out to LA um, so places where the barometric pressure is more stable I think right. uh, it, for people that are very much sensitive to changes in barometric pressure um, that it might make a big difference in their headaches. But I would advise you to go out there first. Just don't just don't go out there without finding out if it helps your headaches. Right. Don't quit your job and move unless you know what if you, unless you know what the weather's like and how you feel. Exactly. Okay. Well is there anything else you'd like to add to the topic of weather and headaches? No, I think that really about does it. I think it's it's probably one of the most common uh, triggers. I think people oftentimes don't even recognize it unless you're a very observant person. Mm-hmm. But uh, in my experience is that I would say more than half of people are weather sensitive. Yeah, I think it's common too. And it definitely it definitely happens to me. And I definitely have about two weeks every spring I feel bad and about two weeks every fall I feel bad. So uh, I hope everyone out there is feeling okay. I hope you found this helpful. And here is Dr. Martin and Dr. Weitzel signing off. Until next week, we will see you on Heads Up.